Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Huawei CEO Ren Zhengfei announced lowered revenue expectations for the year since being put on the U.S. Department of Commerce's entity list, which bars U.S. sales to the company. In the statement, Ren said the company's international smartphone shipments have already declined 40% in the past month. The company's initial guidance expected 2019 revenue between $125 and $130 billion, but Ren announced it now expects revenue around $100 billion for 2019 and 2020 before a revival in business by 2021. In 2018, Huawei generated $104 billion in revenue for reference. Facebook unveiled Libra, a cryptocurrency-based financial system that has been developing for more than a year. 27 partners are already on board, like MasterCard and Uber, and Facebook hopes to launch Libra next year with 100 partners. David Marcus, head of Facebook's blockchain technology research and former PayPal president, said in an interview that it feels like it's time for a better system. This is something that could be a profound change for the entire world. The Libra digital token will be directly backed by government currencies and will not fluctuate in value any more than real-world money. Facebook also announced Calibra, a new subsidiary that will build financial services and software on top of the Libra blockchain and work as a cryptocurrency wallet within WhatsApp, Messenger, and Instagram, as well as Facebook itself. Calibra will become a member of the nonprofit Libra Association and have equal voting power as Facebook and its 27 current partners. The new cryptocurrency is already drawing some scrutiny. U.S. House Financial Services Committee Chairwoman Maxine Waters asked Facebook to stop developing its Libra cryptocurrency until Congress and regulators can examine the issues, and a Senate hearing is scheduled for July 16th on the subject. Other U.S. lawmakers also made similar statements. In Europe, French Finance Minister Bruno Le Maire called on the G7 central bank governors to prepare a report on Libra for their July meeting. Bank of England Governor Mark Carney said things like Libra must meet the highest standards of regulation, but he has an open mind about it and will work with the G7, IMF, and International Settlements and Financial Stability Board to evaluate the plan. Several international banks are engaged in similar systems to Libra, like Ripple. However, no banks are members of the Libra Association as of this moment. Amazon announced a new version of its e-ink reader, the Kindle Oasis, with the ability to change the color temperature on the screen. Users can make the display show a more off-white tone for nighttime reading. The tone can be scheduled to auto-adjust at a predetermined time or in relation to sunrise and sunset. Kobo readers have a similar functionality. The new Kindle Oasis goes on sale July 24th, starting at $250. Nikkei reports Apple has asked suppliers to evaluate the possibility of moving 15-30% to of output from China to Southeast Asia. The move would be necessary to avoid possible U.S. tariffs. Apple suppliers asked to evaluate the cost of such a move include Foxconn, Pegatron, Wistron, Quant Computer, Compal, Inventech, Luxshare ICT, and GoerTech. Foxconn has previously said it has enough capacity to build U.S.-bound Apple products outside of China. Reuters reports that officials in India were briefed on a U.S. plan to cap H-1B work visas to between 10 to 15 percent of the total 85,000 issued in response to data locality requirements in the country. Another source stated the U.S. is considering a proposal to cap these visas at 15 percent on any country with local data storage requirements, not India specifically. Last year, India passed a law requiring all foreign firms to store payment data in India and is working on a broader data protection law that would potentially require further sensitive information to be stored in the country. 
an estimated 70% of H-1B visas went to Indians last year. IKEA confirmed that it's testing a home food delivery service in Paris. The trial delivers the company's Swedish foods like salads, salmon, beets, and cabbage to residents from its centrally located store in the city. If successful, IKEA plans to bring the program to Spain and other European markets. IKEA did not comment if food delivered was hot, ready to eat, or frozen items for later. With its existing in-store food service, IKEA claims to be the world's sixth largest food chain. Slack opened as a public company under the ticker WORK at $38.50 a share on the New York Stock Exchange, up more than 50% from its $26 reference price on its first day of trading, valuing the company at more than $20 billion. Because Slack pursued a direct listing rather than an IPO, this reference price isn't what the stock started trading at and doesn't really determine the company's public valuation. Rather, it represents a volume-weighted average price the stock had been trading at on private markets. A direct listing means existing investors are allowed to sell their existing shares on the exchange with no new shares created. That means the company does not raise additional capital from selling new shares to pre-approve new investors, as in an IPO. And finally, Business Insider and Computer World both report Google has stopped production of two unreleased tablet devices and will focus future products on the laptop form factor. Chrome OS will continue to support tablets, including the Pixel Slate. It's just that Google won't be making tablets itself anymore. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.